This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. We all remember the big moments in the movies we see. The big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is Eternals. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I am your gracious host. Alongside me, the vagrant-filled, pleather-dusted, embalmed underneath, walking through the woods with a candy man on, hat-loving, scabbage-loving, and scarab beetle-tasting, Justin Waddell. What's up, sir? Oh, man. Just saw you last night. That's good. Live and in person. How are you doing since then? Good. I, he watched the pillow book. <laughs> Is that the pillow book? Is that the one where McGregor scrawls on his peep? I think he's got a tat on his on his dick space. I think someone writes on his penis in that movie. Is that right? Is that the pillow book? Yeah. Episode. McGregor gets it out. He gets it out a lot. He liked to get it out. I think he's I think he's cooled his jets a little bit. He doesn't unsheath anymore. Yeah, I'm watching, uh, you know, I was uh, killing some time today. I did what most people do at their downtime is I watched some of Aftermath. Aftermath. What's that? It's uh, Schwarzenegger hates Scoot McNary for blowing up his wife and kid. Okay. Yeah. He's what a, is? Do I know it, this one? It's a drama produced by Darren Aronofsky. There's your first clue as why I've never heard of it. <laughs> so, wait, is who else is in it? Just it's not ringing bells. It's got some of your favorites: Maggie Grace, Martin Donovan, Glenn Morshower of Grizzly Park. When did it come out? Uh, a while back. I have a feeling it was a film that Aronofsky probably had other plans for, it, and then eventually some guy made it. Because he's just a producer on it. But Schwarzenegger as a dramatic lead. Nice full butt shot of him in the shower. Scoot McNary is the air traffic controller who fucks up. His family gets destroyed. Oh, okay. But is, is Scoot McNary a bad guy? Or is he just getting revenge because he fucked up? He, uh, he's uh, very troubled. No, he's very upset. It's based on a true story. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't mean to zoom in. But I think uh, the Schwarzenegger character is going to kill him. <laughs> Completely kill him. And he killed his family. Is that what you're telling me? Well, he was responsible for an an air traffic disaster mm-hmm. during his, you know, he pulled uh, John Delancey, right? Oh, from uh, Breaking Bad, right? Mm-hmm. You're right. <clears throat> By the way, I hear you never. I hear you never. That guy. That's one actor you never cross. Which one? Delancey. Oh, my I hear God. he's one yeah. actor you Amy, never cross. Amy Irving in this. <laughs> <laughs> is it Crossing Delaney or Delancey, the movie? It might be cl- Crossing Delaney. I hope it's Crossing Delancey, because then my joke completely works. I like that you trusted me to remember an unforgettable film. <laughs> I like how you remembered it. Of course you remember it. You know every, you know every movie. I don't. And we're going to do every movie on this show eventually. If I get my Zooms right, apparently. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say earlier? You you said on the phone that you need to call me, take me to task about not zooming in right. Yeah, I I, I phrase it a certain way. I said uh, I called out your zooming. Uh-huh. I said, and, I, and, I, and I'm you know you need to get back up to snuff on them zooms. Okay. Stop with the wayward zooms and bring it back to the <laughs> the true zooms, Nick. <laughs> I mean, we provide a service, don't you remember? I thought we've upped our game in providing a service. Yeah. I was only kidding you, by the way. You provide no. plenty of Zooms. I was just trying to throw you off. Okay, because I felt like I was in trouble and I was got, I had to see the teacher when we started recording tonight. Right. No, I just like to keep it a little awkward between us. And I think that provides an energy on the show, as 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 our fans can attest. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we got a new review on iTunes, a new star. Hey, you know what? We appreciate it. We're up to 64. Thank you for taking the time because I don't think a lot of people, I mean, is that, is is the podcast, the Apple podcast app, is it is in use as it used to be? It represents the lion's share of our listeners. Uh-oh. Yep. But we got some foxes in our listenership too, if you know what I'm saying. Not just the lions. Oh, yeah. No, but it's it's good. It's good. You know, people use Spotify. They use OnlyFans, RedTube, whatever it takes to get to us. I think I met another family with a gecko. Didn't you have a gecko or you had an iguana? I've had both over the years. Okay. This family had a gecko. You had an oh, so you had a, you had one before. And they said the geckos live quite a long time. Is this true? If you feed them. <laughs> no, no, they do. They, they yeah, they I mean a, a good amount. How there long was, did your how long does yours did yours live? My crested name? Shifty Peterson was the the crested gecko, the eyelash gecko that uh, probably four or five years and then Sophia inherited him and then he died so i don't know what she did up there i've had a bunch of geckos over the years they they're all wonderful i love you know i love all creatures i've got some skinks now and sophia's got some swifts i don't know what those are it's skinks and swifts skinks are skinks are smooth scales they're they're beady little eyes they're cute um Mm -hmm. one of them's climbing around right now on the roof of his cage and then sophia's got swifts which are scaly and and rough and fast and uh they've they actually had babies Uh uh-oh Live birth, good. So, how many babies? Like five. And are they still alive? I hope they're. I took them to the pet store because I, you know, I don't. You can't hard to feed those little sucks. You took them to the pet store, so they're dead. <laughs> That's too bad. You ripped them from them from the lizard arms and <sighs> took them back to the pet store, quote unquote. Yep, we're going to the pet store at these. <laughs> hey, you're back in one minute. What happened? <laughs> I wish I had a tiny food for them. I drop kicked them into the woods. <laughs> what else is one, going on? One by one or as a group, I'm wondering. <laughs> what else is going on? Uh, nothing. Nothing's going on. COVID's still ravaging the lands, unfortunately. I kind of want to see the new scream. <laughs> That's the weirdest two sentences. COVID's ravaging the lands. I want to go see the new scream movie. It's the saddest sentences to hear together, but I do, Nick. And I know you're not a fan of those of that franchise. I'm not. I'm not a fan of most slasher films, but I've been reading, you know, every once in a while I'll see somebody post that they, they're ranking their screen movies, which I just think mm-hmm. it's hard for me to throw rocks from this glass house watching Aftermath. But <laughs> so look, I don't like slashers either. I, I hate, you know, whenever you say that, I'm not a big fan of those movies. And typically they're pretty bad, but there's something about the screen movies I kind of do like. And I heard this one's pretty good. It's by directors that we like. The guys that did Ready or Not. You don't like them. You, 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 you're kind of hesitant. No, I mean, I, say we like them. I don't know. I don't know them well enough. I mean, mm-hmm. I like that movie fine, but I don't have any affinity for them yet. They need to do 
So I don't out. know their names. I call them the Ready or Ready what, or Not Boys. What is the deal with all these teams making movies? Stop it! I love it that all these teams are making movies, and then the Coens they split. Right. The best team. By like, the way, done. after everybody left last night, I was exhausted, and I put on Tragedy Macbeth. Smart. And, and then and then I woke up at five a.m. when the power went out. I saw the first maybe eight minutes of that movie. And I'm not a Shakespeare guy. My daughter is in seventh grade, and she's they're reading Romeo and Juliet at her school right now, and she hates it, and um, the whole class hates it, and they're they're goofing on it. And try to I try to explain to her that someday maybe she will like that story. But yeah, they're it, it, I guess the the class is slamming it. That's one of the more accessible works, and too. they think it's fun. They thought I said, "Well, it's so tragic at the end, you know, when they." The suicide, the fake suicide, then the real suicide, then the then the oh, I gotta commit suicide too now. And she's she thought that was she was like that's that's everybody thought that was hilarious. Poor Shakespeare, my man. Though you have to give it to him, still in the mix. You know, he's still in the mix. Oh yeah, he's got legs. He never yeah. knew, right? No, he he's got legs. Although you know what I get tired of is mm -hmm. hearing him called the Bard. You get yeah, you do. I don't need that. I don't need him yeah. to be called the Bard. You know, like when people like show a certain familiarity with with him like a closeness with his work and and they refer to him by his nickname the bard right, right. right. Well, and also because i don't think if you were to look at his stats mm -hmm. his dexterity constitution intelligence charisma uh, strength and all that stuff i don't think he has the skill set nor the alignment <laughs> to be a bard technically right were you ever yeah that's a good question were you ever tempted to be a bard in dnd Hell fucking no. No, but no, I no. love the Bard's yeah. Tale games on the computer. Those are great. What are they called? The Bard's Tale. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they're great. I mean, can you imagine like spending all that time making a character, you know, not getting laid and then being a bard? Were you getting laid in DD when you no, played? No, no, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is like you're you're taking valuable time out of your life that you're so hot, you know, everybody wants. And then mm -hmm. you're making you're playing D and D that evening instead, is what I'm saying. And then you would like is now I never played a bard, but is your is your like weapon like a mandolin? Do you carry yeah, around yeah, a mandolin? You sing songs that charm people and whatnot. And it charms and it and it buffs your stats, the group stats and stuff. I, I think you you could cast some sort of an enchantment over the rest of the party. I there think you, you carry a very minimal weapon, uh, mm -hmm. but I don't think you could roll damage uh, with anything larger than a four sided die. But what other characters are pretty that that you steered clear in D and D? Bard's big one. I, clerics I never understood, but clerics seem to be kind of badasses. I mean, they're, right? they're, they're they believe in God and they uh, and they heal people, right? And they can. But they're all aren't they usually buff as well? No, clerics? no, no. They no. carry mace. Okay. They carry a lot of maces, though. If you know. Yeah, I know. I don't remember my kids' birthdays. <laughs> Is that true? No, it's not true. When I, I would always play either a paladin or a Himalayan cheese enjoyer. When I would play D and <laughs> I always tended to be a thief. I always liked to be a thief. And in, in, in RPGs, high yeah. decks, hell yeah, high around. intelligence, high decks, right? Yeah, man, just sneaking around, charisma out the dick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was a big, I was a big fan. Can uh, you actually hear subscribers leaving? I once called. Uh, I played a one of those characters. What are those? I played an early game, an MM. You know, with those big ones, the big RPGs that you play with people. Yeah, and my thief's name was Frumpy course it was you know i got str i got strong armed to name in my character bohort and i played with this <laughs> i played with this guy i didn't know him but his name was xenosphere <laughs> what and was his character's he, name he uh was obsessed with xena 
Princess Warrior. He's a like gay man from Florida. Oh, his that was his name. He was Xenosphere in the game, but okay. he was he was obsessed with Xena, and he and I were uh, would play that game together right after college. And I, you know, I didn't know him online, and we sucked. We we're terrible at it. But he was a nice guy. I wonder what old, ever happened to old Xenosphere. You know, he's probably waiting for a revival. We uh, played with him a game called Gemstone Three. <laughs> getting old, Nick. That was a long time ago. You know, we're getting old. This is a big year for us. It is. I'm not worried. Yeah, it can't be. What, what are you going to do? How are you going to be worried about it? No, I mean, I'm kind of getting, I'm like starting to crack my knuckles for Death's Embrace, you know? Like, mm -hmm. the more I see NFTs, people talk about NFTs, mm -hmm. the more I see them talking about Bitcoin and all these different coins, I don't need to be here anymore. Yeah, but that's messing us up because we were about to introduce PodCoin, right? We were jumping on. <laughs> Look, NFTs, man, people are going nuts. Like, they're doing... They're selling all sorts of stuff with, you know, and, and voice actors for video games are getting into voice NFTs, I hear. So I can't understand this world, Nick. It's confusing to me. If I, if I was, uh, if I had some, uh, some money for some plastic surgery, I'd be walking around with some NFTs, if you know what I mean. I, do, I don't know what you mean, but it sounds very dirty. Uh, nuts for something? Uh, uh, it's it's better. Look, we're doing a we're doing a movie that's actually got some eyeballs on it. I know it's in the it's in the uh, conversation currently. I actually was reading. I saw an ad on Twitter, so I clicked on the comments for Eternals. People were hating it. Yeah, there's a the lot comments. of that going around. But and mm -hmm. then you know it's funny because I I also noticed that the last duel hit HBO Max, and people are talking about that, which makes me very happy. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see that people, one. People are digging in, man. But uh, mm -hmm. before we get there, folks, it's the movie Microscope. It's a show where we zoom in, we grow a beard like a boss, slap the alarm with Tim, we spin blood into the wilderness, we puke hard, whip up a witch, <laughs> slave over a hot slave. <laughs> What? Apply ointments to the night. <laughs> Pull out a hat out of a bigger hat. Sharpen our teeth on the nave of sickness. <laughs> take a detergent shit. <laughs> Watch a movie through bizarre shit-ass eyes. Scrimshaw-backed eyes and claw at our own eyes. Watch a movie through them. Share with the likes of you, the listener. See what makes or breaks. So we're talking about the wrong guys. We're talking mm -hmm. about the scene where... Louis Anderson learns a valuable life lesson on how to be super fuckable from Richard fucking Lewis. My God, I don't remember this. Talk about the little moments. The wrong guys. Sort of in the back of my mind, setting off alarm bells. I kind of... Cable staple. Cable staple. Yeah. No, I mean, Josh Brolin. They were cops, obviously. I think? No. Is... Josh what? Brolin's in it? No. Cable. <laughs> Nick, I don't envy you. That's I don't envy you. Well, you shouldn't. I'm shit. That's be a lot of people like that part of the show recently. You got a lot of live up to. You can't mess it up. You know who doesn't like it, Bucho? You mean he doesn't? He only likes your stuff. Well, at least I have one fan. I feel I feel like I've failed him. Um, he loves he loves your stuff. He was just throwing me a bone the other day. It's very nice of him. I feel I feel lost. By the way, aftermath. <laughs> Scoot McNary is introduced having sex in that movie. Maggie Grace under him. Is that why the plane crashes? Is it in the is it in the little the booth the the tower? No, no, no. They establish him as a as a as a family man, you know, banging out and then going to give his kid a little look, having a good time, and then smashing innocent lives. So is uh, Schwarzenegger is kind of the bad guy in this movie? Not no yet, way? not yet, not as far as I'm in. But you know what? I I love him so much, and I want the best for him. But the movie starts off 
and you're supposed to buy him as a foreman on a construction site, instantly his accent is shit. It doesn't fit. And instantly him and Glenn Morshower have no chemistry. And that, <laughs> I mean, look, what's he supposed to be in movies? I mean, they've toyed with the kind of casting him as an everyman recently because he's gotten older. And you're right, it doesn't fit. But like, what? Is he just going to be like an out of work action star? Is this occupation? There are people that are big like him that aren't movie star people. Like what? But like what? I, there's no way you can cast him in a role that seems believable. That's I, not like a like a like a cybernetic warrior from the future. I know yeah. giants that are is directors. You know, it's like he. Mm -hmm. I I could buy him. It just it's just. What would he be? What, what would you believe? Like a bank manager? Absolutely. I you know shepherd. He could be an environmental activist. He could be uh, like a. He can make pinwheel sandwiches. Trying to think, like, wonder if we went through all his movies, what jobs would they would they give him? I remember in the last Terminator movie, remember he was he was in flannel and he lived in the woods. And I believe that, like, he yeah. was. Remember he was kind of like I think he had his own business or something. I just find He's it a very, mechanic or something. Very hard to believe he can't maybe dial the accent down a little bit. He doesn't care. He never worked on it. I think he thinks that people wouldn't buy. Like that's one of the things that they look for. What would be weirder? Watching him forever with the same accent in every film, or if at one time he did turn it off and he just sounded upper like, northwest, like Val Kilmer now, basically, like how his voice is different now. But I mean, it would be it would be disconcerting to hear, to hear Schwarzenegger have any other accent. I think I think he's super talented, and I think you're selling him short. So, uh, well, you really turned that around on me somehow. <laughs> tell me, uh, tell me what your relationship is with the Eternals. I haven't hadn't seen it until this weekend. I had no relationship, and I didn't really want to watch it. I wasn't. Interested. You weren't excited even, about it. I even though I like uh, I, I like a movie that I've seen by the director, Chloe Zhao. Which um, one? No Man Land. I didn't even see that. I saw the writer, which I really liked. That's kind um, of sad, right? Yeah, it's about a I mean, rodeo take a, writer. About to take a swing that it was about a writer. Good work. Yeah, you know, I just, I for some reason, I guess I didn't have any familiarity with these characters. The cast I thought looked pretty good. It just the trailers didn't do much for me. And then you know, I just didn't see it because it was in the theaters, so I just I hadn't been going to the theaters. Yeah, but I, I ended up liking it. Just, just spoiler. I thought, I thought it was enjoyable this is my third time seeing it this time mm -hmm. for the show and uh i'm ready to i'm ready to take people on that are hating it now you're you're an eternal stan i really am and it's funny yeah. because there's a, there's a lot of flaws in it and it's not it's not what you would call a, name uh, one <laughs> name one if i was luckily i did not like the comics because i did a skin a skin a scan of the the comic books mm -hmm. and they really took some serious license and it makes me even more proud of the film being what it is because they, they kept virtually nothing from the comics. So really? they had to build it from, from zero basically. Was Kingo in the comics? I think so. I don't, I, I don't remember seeing his name, but I can't imagine he's not in there. He's too great. Who, but, who was the, who was the author, who was the big creative person behind those comics? Do you know, well, Jack Kirby created it, but then uh, there was a series that came out in the eighties. I remember, I think I mentioned this last night that there was at the same time, a 12 issue series called squadron Supreme came out mm -hmm. and a 12 issue series called the Eternals came out and I bought them both. And the squadron Supreme was awesome. I think it was Chris Claremont that did that. And then Eternals was dreadfully boring. And then they, I think Claremont, it was some other guy. It was some guy that died a couple well, years ago. Jim Shooter? I don't know. Mark Grunewald, who is super dead, wrote it. Jim Shooter, who still stalks this earth, did not. 
I I had like you know so that came out Spawner Supreme came out when we were like in sixth grade. Yeah, that's when something. that's when, now Turtles was from the sixties, but the one like the revival came out in the eighties, and then another revival came out in the two thousands. And uh, I remember I broke both my arms one summer. And my mom bought me the Squadron Supreme comics, and she would get me them every when they came out. I don't know how often. And she's like, back. "Good luck turning these pages, buddy." I said, I remember getting to the end of that series and it, like everybody dies. It was a great series though. Yeah. And it was just, it was, I'd never read a comic before where the, the everybody was expendable, but they had, and then, and, and none of the characters you're familiar with, like they were all just kind of, I just remember one of the guys was like a big pinball, the one of the villains. How did, uh, how badass was the, the way that you broke your arms? I mean, do you want to hear the story? It's, I won't, I won't, I was coming back. I went to uh, buy some candy. Came back. I got those uh, bot member bottle caps. Fuck yeah, I do. So I was coming back in my ten speed, and and uh, was my driveway was on a big slant going up, and uh, usually, and there was a car in the driveway. So usually, what I would do is I would just you know hit my brakes, my front brakes, and um, and I would glide to a stop because my brakes were weak, and uh, so I did that, and my brakes weren't weak. They decided to be super powerful and brake immediately. I sailed over, my bike stopped, I sailed over my handlebars and broke both my arms on my slanted driveway. My mom didn't believe me. She was in shock because she didn't want her children to be hurt. Mm-hmm. And um, I was crying and my mom shook my arm. Oh. She's like, it's fine. And she shook my arm. It was uh, not fine. <laughs> I was in shock. <laughs> it was broken in half and it was curved. It was bad. Oh. But I felt bad for my mom because she really just she was also in shock when that happened. Yeah. So my mom, she could not have been sweeter. And she was very sweet to me when that happened. And she couldn't believe. And then that summer later, I broke my thumb and she didn't believe that either. <laughs> <laughs> she was awesome, though. The, the only sad thing is, is if you had if this had happened today, mm-hmm. you'd be Insta famous. Yeah. Because, you know, somebody would have gotten video of it. Probably. Right. Yeah. I think that bike's still around. I think my dad still has it in his. It's like cursed. It's like a Stephen King totem, you know, yeah. in the garage, like waiting, waiting for the next person's ass. Yeah, my other, my left arm wasn't as broken. It was broken, but it wasn't. I didn't have to be set. It was just chipped up and messed up. But my, uh, my other arm, whew, boy, howdy, Nick. They <laughs> set that bad boy. It's the worst pain. <laughs> I like how they, uh, they, they give me a bunch of shots under my ar- armpit to numb the arm. And then they would like touch your fingertips. Like, can you feel this? Can you feel this? And I was like, no, I can't really feel it. And then they set my arm and that didn't quite cover what they were doing to my fingertips. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I screamed so much. I cried and screamed so much that I, I had nothing else came out. Also, there was a, I think, I don't know, matter. That's going on too long. Anyway, I broke both my arms. You imagine, like, there are people that get worse than that, and they got to, you never think about, like, the the few the few days after the after the event, like, all the mm-hmm. shit that they have to go through. It makes me... You think that's bad? Like you you flew off your front of your bike, but there are people that fall from skyscrapers onto their fucking head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm, look. Yeah, I'm just, not. No, I'm not belittling you. I'm just saying. Like, can you mm-hmm. imagine? We need to set your head. Is that what? <laughs> hold still. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to. Can you feel this? Your fingertips. We're gonna set your skull now. You're. By the way, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, I saw this in the theater at my kiddo. I love the trailers. I love the trailer. Yeah, I thought that the attempts at humor weren't good, but I just thought it was so pretty. And yeah. I and I like the fact that they went out of their way to take their time and not and not try to uh, throw a bunch of cameos to kind of sell tickets. It was very much there's nothing about this movie that's really 
capitalizing on the Marvel shit, which was cool. But a lot of people have compared it to a DC movie, which, you know, is they treat it as an insult. I don't necessarily treat it as an insult, but I, I could see, you know, it's kind of, I guess you would say more on rails and less dynamic in some respects, a group adventure, but it feels, I don't know. It feels um in a way kind of cumbersome, like I guess, cause there's a lot of characters and it, it goes, it kind of keeps going back and forth to present day to, to past events with the team. But I, it's, it is definitely kind of a, a I guess it has a weird form to it, but I, I did enjoy it. I think, I think it's, it is unlike other Marvel films. It doesn't feel like a Marvel film, but I don't think it feels like a DC film either. The The basic premise is that these dudes showed up on the planet 7,000 years ago, whatever it is, placed by the Celestials, giant beings that we've seen in glimpses in other Marvel movies, Guardians 2 being a prominent one. And they're basically there with a plan, man. They got to fucking keep the deviants away because the deviants will try to fuck shit up. Deviants are these hybrid weirdos creatures that were originally bred to help evolve a planet to a point where a <laughs> celestial can erupt from it and then they got it they got pissed off and then they became shitty uh things go bad and the eternals are fucking furious about it yeah so they get sent by this celestial god name what is his name arisham arisham they're led by salma Hayek's character ajak yeah. and they're they're they have all these different powers they're kind of the powers are like you know similar to dc and other you know other other you know superhero powers so like not all powers are created equal in this in this movie that's for sure <laughs> let's, let's go through them but well first of all let's just so yeah so the plot is like nick said the internals are in the like a battle you know for centuries with these things called deviants and they're trying to protect humans from these creatures but they also cannot interfere you know they have a their boss requests that they don't interfere in human uh, wars or human um, conflict activity yeah. and conflict. And so they, they just show up when the monsters get bad and then they just kind of back into the bushes whenever the wars break out. And so that kind of explains why they weren't active during the Thanos thing. Sort of. I do like the fact that this movie basically says uh, you guys, none of the shit you believe is real. We lied your ass off. We laid all the seeds. You know, they didn't even hide. Like, they're hanging out with the locals. They're partying with them, helping them build yeah. houses, throwing technology their way. Basically, they say, like, we did, we made you bitches. Like, you so owe us either, everything. That's interesting. So there's a character in this name, Cersei, who's the lead in this movie, I think. I guess sort of. Yeah, the she's the lead. She's absolutely the lead. Chan. There's, it's been, I don't know how long since they've had it to fight the Deviants. The Deviants, their their job is done. Like, they they killed all the monsters, um, or at least the Deviants are dormant. So they, the gang, the, the team of about 10 heroes or so have parted ways. And in and, and present day, they're just kind of doing random shit. Like, they're either just you know, cooling out like a Kumal Kumal's character, Kumal Nanjani's character is a movie star. The 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 woman that plays like the Flash character in this, she's just cooling on their spaceship. Like she's just not she's living on their spaceship. She's just gathering toys and tools. Doing and nothing, yeah. yeah. And um the, the Gemma Chan's character is a professor. Like she or she's a school teacher, it seems like she's, she's a, yeah, like, and, and she and she loves Instagram. She loves her cell phone. That's a big character trait. There. Yeah, she loves Instagram. But yeah, what I thought was interesting and, and Nick, Nick brings up is that people kind of know who they are. Some, at least the people around them kind of know that they're, they're heroes in a way. They, they aren't really kind of, there's no reason to keep it secret. I guess in a world filled with like X-Men and Captain America. Well, there's no X-Men okay in this world as of yet. 
it's okay to be out as a as a hero, right? It's okay right. to be out with powers. So. Yeah, this, especially post Thanos, which they refer to in this in this movie. Yeah, it's a slippery slope because obviously they're going to keep birthing heroes that they have to explain why they weren't present during you know this like mm-hmm. Daredevil's you know joining the fray, Blade who has a cameo in this, and of course the X Men who are around the corner in the Fantastic Four. Who has a cameo in this? Blade. He does. Yeah, Blade is the one who whispers to Kit Harrington. About the sword at the very end. That's Blade. You stayed for the stingers, yes? Marshall Ali. Yeah. Oh, I I didn't catch him. I, yeah, I did. I did fast forward to the. That's his voice. Oh, okay. So I guess there's some relation between the Black Knight, which is the character that he'll be playing, I guess, and Blade. Uh, I yeah, remember I Black how, Black Knight was wonder, a, a West Coast Avenger. I remember it. I wonder why they got him in this movie because he does. He gets boyfriend duty. He doesn't do much, and so then. Although I really like his presence in this movie. Sure. Because I didn't think he had a lot of charisma in Game of Thrones. Come on. I mean, he nailed He's awesome it. in Game of Thrones. Nailed it in Pompeii. But <laughs> but uh, I li- I thought he added a nice, you know. And of course, there's a little role reverse where he's sort of the, the damsel in distress to, to some extent. One of the things I love about this movie is the supporting characters are delightful. And who, who would you consider supporting? Most of the heroes that aren't like... Uh, uh, Richard uh, Madden, uh, no, and his valet, uh, Kumail's valet. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he's yeah. one of the better parts of the movie, and I did not see that. Coming. Kumail actually, you know, he always surprises me. I always like him, but he was actually he really worked for me in this. He made me laugh out loud a couple of times. I mean, he he really only gets the funny. Like he, there's him and his valet are the only funny parts, right? There's not not a whole lot of humor. I guess the guy that plays the guy from um, Train of Busan, that, that guy, the Gilgamesh. Oh yeah. He gets he gets some funny stuff, and uh, when when the god erupts from the planet, killing everyone. <laughs> yeah, that guy's hilarious. They go for a deep cut with their first musical cue. You notice that super deep cut. Pink Floyd's yeah. "Time," yeah, "Dark Side of the Moon," right? Yep. Not a bad, but a, kind of a fun song, I think, to hear in, in this movie. Kind of sneaks up on you a little bit. Yeah, it's one of the, it's one of the their better mainstream songs i suppose not a big fan of pink floyd huh no i had my face i had my pink floyd face. i don't hate them mm-hmm. I'm, i just felt like you know there's like maybe four or five songs that everybody knows and that's certainly one of them yeah yeah so let, let's break down the heroes real quick you said some have better powers powers than the rest what do you think of their costumes by the way i love them very samey so the costumes are they all get different colors right yeah but they all look kind of similar and then they have uh a lot of uh, metal and gold bangles and stuff that they're they're always doing stuff with. Yeah, I mean it's it's you know it's it's there's a uh, boilerplate element to it, but they're part of a you know an organization. You know they've been created for this purpose, so it makes right. sense. I, I thought it was nice because it's not distracting, and the, and the, and you don't have the 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 worry of trying to make something that you're you identify with in the comics look believable on the screen. Like I know that was a big problem with Wolverine and some of those guys. Right. They don't have that problem because nobody gives a shit. So I, right. I like I like how it looked. It kept it kind of yeah. And most of the time, isn't most of the time they're kind of not in their superhero outfits. I mean, and they and for some reason they they gave Angelina Jolie some super NFTs. I mean, they went they gave her a big old. I, I think they may have I, gone a little I like, overboard. I, with I gotta her. say, I loved her in this movie. I absolutely worship her in this movie. Yeah, I think she she is she's a, a legend, but she's also wacky, mm-hmm. and you never know what you're gonna get necessarily with her. And I thought she took she took this role seriously, and she added a lot of depth and and kind of eloquence to it. I thought, yeah, she gets um, 
Yeah, and hers isn't one of the... I mean, it is kind of a main character, but it she has... I don't know less to do, I guess, than some of the cast. But she's she's great. Like she, I, you know, like I said, I I was pleasantly surprised by this movie, and I enjoyed a lot of the I enjoyed all the characters really. But you know, it, it's one of those movies. It's it's funny because I don't think it's going to get a sequel. I don't really know what a sequel would be. Hey, um, I think it I think it's way too early to know. I mean, it may take a different shape because usually when Marvel says something will return, it returns. Does it? Did they say that the Eternals are will return? Yeah, right after the. F- Second stinger says that your tunnels will return. I got something for Kevin Feige. What's that? Returnals. Come on, Feige. You know what time it is. Uh, no one's made that joke, so that, that's that's what I like about it. There'll be less of them in the sequel. Apparently. I'm gonna NFT it. <laughs> there will be less. So let's let's go through the let's go through the power rankings. I, I, you thought about this? I just you know you're watching it. It's hard not to be like. There's a video gamey. It's, it's just yeah. It's, it's some of it's. A little whack. So give me some. So Icarus, played by Richard Madden from Game of Thrones, he's he's a Superman. He's got he can fly and he's got laser eyes. Right. He's got heat vision. He's got mostly Superman powers. Yeah. And then Gemma and everybody Chan, everybody basically acknowledges that he's by far the strongest. Right. She she Cersei she she has she can change um, objects into like sand and stuff different elements right yeah she could fuck with the molecules and make shit happen to them and angelina jolie plays thena and she's, and she's just a great warrior she's and, got like a and she conjures weapons out of midair and she's right. just super good at fighting and they gave her giant heaters that's the other those thing. powers are dope let's we'll put those in the those 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 are very powerful powers that's the good column we got uh sprite who is the the eternal who is the who's forever young and is complaining about it a kid don't get me thinking about that Rod Stewart music video. I'm going to go watch it right now. Look at that little redheaded crisp. And uh, her power is, is, is pretty pretty good power. She has a power of illusion. Right. She's like and, Loki, I guess. Right. So, I, you know, that's pretty good. And you got Gilgamesh, who has got... Um, he punches the shit out of stuff. He When he, he gets in a fight, so he gets into his fighting stance and he gets, like, little metallic gloves over his hands. And um, maybe that's not one of the top tier it's he's it's good but not great right he's, he's he he's like he has he's like 15 percent of ben Grimm is what he's got like his hands are ben Grimm. Mm-hmm. he's just punching it's you know he's Fun. like and open hand slaps too which are great right and that's fine like it's a i would be jealous of if i was him of other people's powers um uh brian terry henry like he's got technology powers he can engineer things. He he could do a. He's like Tony Stark in the right. objects in midair and and building and coming up with shit. And that's he's pretty good. Good at his Not job. Bad. Yeah, it's yeah, it's middle. It's middle. He's right? forced in to the, fight in this movie, and he comes off adequately. Yeah, Barry Kagan. How do you say his name? Kagan. Barry Keegan, I guess. His character can mind control people. I put that upper tier. He can mind control everybody. That's good. But the the, the worst. We're saving the worst for last. Kingo. Kamala and Johnny. He makes gun fingers. Gun fingers and shoots things uh, out of and and no, uh, we have we have Marrakesh or whatever her name is who can. Oh no, she's she's a, she's the Flash. Yeah, and then we Marat Makari Makari. And then yeah. there's Sama Hayek's character can heal, and she's a leader, Ajak. Yeah, it's, and I, then you know, there's more, isn't there? I think that's it. Yeah, so I I would say Kamel has the worst, and then they leave him out of the final battle too. Like he 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 uh, pieces out. He's not in the final battle. Yeah, which but, I was but and about. he has to charge up his weapon like in a video game. He does. Yeah. He does make um, 
he does every once in a while like we'll do like a little sandwich hands and make yeah. a ball between his hands that's more powerful that's more powerful it still sucks he's still the worst uh powers i still like he's got quips though his power is that and quips yeah that's funny when i was watching it this time a lot like a handful of the notes that i um i took were quotes from him they're good Let's talk about their counterparts, the Deviants. They are cool creatures, mutated alien monster hybrids that are neatly designed and they're all wicked and shit. Right, and at the beginning of the movie, it starts out in 5000 BC Mesopotamia, which is one of your favorite, I think, time periods, right? You, yep. you were big. Yep. The Deviants are, ha- are creating some havoc for some villagers and they eat a dad. Yeah, they do. And they eat a dad before the Eternals can save and then they save the dad's son that sucks if you're the dad because the turtles have a flash on their team you know what i'm saying yeah and as soon as the jaws open i'd be expecting to be saved by the flash well he didn't know much of anything existed and then he then he found out that deviants existed real fast he went down in one bite a dad-sized bite that deviant was uh and then went for the son he wanted the little surf and turf the dad you know the combo platter yeah and they they didn't let him eat the son, which I thought was nice of him. But maybe they no. could have saved the dad, is what no, I'm but Icarus tries that at the end of the movie. What? <laughs> the, the, here, okay, so yeah, so then Icarus shows up and, and kicks a deviant's ass. As in, you know, we're introduced to her, our characters doing their thing. But here, I'll tell you, this is one of the film's flaws: is the casting of that boy. You don't like it, huh? He is. He does not fit in. That kid looks like he just walked out of the mall. They cast him for his hair. Well, his hair sure. just came out of the mall. They may not have even taken him by the costuming department on his way to the set. You don't think so? Look. Looks like I he's Tom Hanks' kid or something. I can't support that claim. I can't support that rip. I thought he was wonderful in the film. I hope he, hope he never gets another job of any kind in his life. He's stuck in 5000 BC. <laughs> and he didn't make it to present day. No, he died hard. Then it cuts from that to present day. And that's when you see Cersei. She's, she's teaching a group of kids in, I guess, a museum. And she's explaining to them what an apex predator is, Nick. It's one of my favorite terms. That means there's no animals in their habitat uh, strong enough to hunt the apex predator. That's what makes And that's kind of like us in the podcast space. Am I right? Yeah, well, to to an extent. Yeah. I mean, we have, we're definitely camouflaged. Is that <laughs> the apex podcaster? What do you think? I, You know, they say humans are at the top of the, the food chain, right? Right. But we get eaten all the time. We get eaten all the goddamn time. What are you talking about? I mean, really? from the cutest mosquito to the largest bear. Yeah, we, you're right. We, we, but I guess, I guess the, the 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 caveat, and I think she mentions this, is in their natural habitat. Mm, yeah, so, yeah. like a great white shark is the apex predator in the ocean. Very ineffective in the trees. Humans, very effective, you know, at a landfill, but maybe right. not as much on the floating ice melt. Speaking of bears, by the way, did you, so, you know, we talked about Scream and Nev Campbell in the news, you know, because she's the star of Scream. She was uh, attacked by a bear recently, I guess maybe during the shooting of that film. Bullshit. So she said, I didn't read the article. I just wanted to bring up the headline. Most boring attack ever. And then Chloe Zhao said that she used the Revenant as her template for the action scenes here. And you could totally see it during that fight in the forest with Icarus. Very Revenant grappling with the creep going on there she uh she must have been because of the the revenant made made the news like because it the director shot a lot of natural light right and the eternals she was using a lot of natural light in this is that what she was talking no about? she was talking about this, the action scenes she were inspired by revenant sort of like i just said there's action scenes in this <laughs> by the way 
folks, if you haven't seen The Revenant and want an uplift. I own it. I didn't seen it yet. It's a wonderful movie, but it is it wears on you, man. Revenant what, is a the, uh, you just blew out a candle, right? All right I did. Live, man. That's pretty great. Revenant is a vampiric term, right? Uh, not necessarily. No. Come on now. Let's get into it. Is that <laughs> is that correct? No, I think it's someone who has left this mortal chain. Mm-hmm. But maybe not. And it comes back and sucks some blood, right? Is that isn't a revenant have something to do with coming back from the dead? I think it has to, yeah, but it doesn't necessarily mean vampires. It could be used in a wide variety of ways, you know, like a wide variety. Think about like our old podcast, sort of revenant now, like it's come back with yeah. fangs, like right here. That's right. You mean in, in a new form? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look, then we're introduced to this character named Sprite. Like they, they throw it in there like it's fine. They're like, we're just going to call this character Sprite the whole movie and you're going to be fine with it. You, it's going to be okay. It's not going to sound weird to you. It's not going to make you thirsty or think of a drink. And it did. And I th- is, are they dropping product placement here? What's going on with Sprite? Could she could she look any more elfin? Jesus Christ. She does. She looks very elfin. Her name is Leah McHugh. Yep. A new, do you have a new f- uh, favorite actress? Not yet. Very pixie-ish in this. And her complaint is like, there's a lot of scenes of her wanting to uh, be at an adult because she's, you know, a bazillion years old now. She doesn't get to have a normal, you know, she doesn't have a boy, she didn't even get to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Like she's got complaints. She gets to see everybody else having adult problems and she's still considered a child. And so she even disguises herself at a bar as a attractive uh, young woman. And, um, the guy tries to hold her the illusion's hand and it goes through the hand. <laughs> that happened to me once, actually. Yeah? Yeah. You tried to hold an illusion's hand? Yeah. I grasped at an illusion's hand like an idiot. Felt so bashful afterwards. Did this really happen? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Where did it happen? And what? And give me the circumstances. No, no, I did not grab. I never have actually grabbed an illusion's hands before, I promise. Babylon's a beautiful town, though, huh? <laughs> Very blue and gold. I love how blue it is. It makes yeah. me want to be there. Is that where we get Marvel's first sex scene that everybody's making a big deal? Is this where? Yeah. Because um, Ajax, who somehow tells Icarus, go tell Gemma Chan's character how you feel. Don't hide it. And she, so but he, then, then he goes and he has sex. And then she goes, I didn't say to hump her. <laughs> they go, um, he goes to tell her that he loves her. And then they pound down in the sand, Nick. Yeah. They get they get lost in the grains of the sand. Yeah, he really goes he goes he goes all up in. You know, uh, yeah, and then it's so funny. Did you watch the deleted scenes? Mm-mm. There's a scene where um, Faustus creates the first hip replacement machine because he pulverized her body to shit shimmerines. He <laughs> Superman that? pumped What's her that? her pelvis away. <laughs> what is his character's name? Icarus. No, the Faustus. Guy Fastos, the guy that creates all the technology. Yeah. He's a sad sack after Hiroshima and that yeah. scene. Wouldn't you be? Of course. All right. Just making sure. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that happens in quick succession where the, one of the complaints the Eternals has is they are sick of watching slaughters happen and they can't step in. They know it's wrong to watch these horrible, like a genocide happen, but they can't do anything about it because the deviants aren't over there. Like they're, you know, they're not doing it. So, Perfectly That's okay to dance with these primitives, though, apparently. Perfectly yeah, cool fine. to dance with them and, and share rocks. And more than that. What's that? They've been known to hump a human. And Jenna Chan, Gemma Chan's character, like, he, she's she's humping all over Kit Harrington's character. Yeah. I imagine that they are. Old t- Brian Tyree Henry's, you know. Yeah, and he's pa- getting... Power bottom. 
and then you got you know um he's in a he's in a, a relationship with a man and they have a son they have a married to a man like this is present day so there's a couple couples here you know cersei is uh wounded because icarus left a long time ago and didn't uh, leave a forwarding address and so she is sad but has moved on with um another character from a cast member of game of thrones yeah yeah holder um and then yeah and then there's they allude to druig and uh mara or whatever having some yeah, sort of a makari i think makari yeah mm-hmm. the Mary. flash character yeah they have they and she's a, that actress her name is lauren ridloff she's the she's a deaf actor i love her i love her i think she's and got so much character like she's very expressive she's great in this and i think she's on the walking dead too but she's great in this and then Kumal is always doing sign. He was always signing with her, his character. And uh, yeah, there's he. She has a little bit of a fling with. Um, it seems like with uh, what's what is Druig? Druig. They don't get a scene where they pound in the sand though. They don't. But I bet you, I bet you she's fast though in the sack. Jesus. Uh, ultimately, it reaches a breaking point. They ba- they think they've killed all the deviants. They they're have, in, yeah. They're in. They're in the Aztec kind of realm, and and there's a. Uh, gunfire has begun so the technology has evolved past human you know just like we're dealing with now and and uh and and they don't know what to do with themselves like should we interfere you know druig basically says i am not going to put up with this anymore you know and he says i'm i'm out i'm out and i do love this one of the things i do love about this movie is it's very believable uh how much these characters love humanity uh some of them and and so you buy some of the stupid decisions that they make or or even though they they may may have chosen the wrong pot to piss in with who they care about because humans are kind of shit but (laughs) druig and kumail's character and cersei certainly are in super love with the human race and so right. they they basically say, look, we need to break up because this is getting out of control. And I like yeah, that. I like that. I like I like that it kind of you know that the, they broke up the band. Yeah. Why. So they you know what what happens to kick off this movie is that is that Cersei gets attacked by a deviant out of nowhere, and that's when Icarus steps back into her life, and then the deviants are back. They're like, holy shit, it's like a new type of deviant because it was healing fast. They go check on Ajax, who who is some hike, and they haven't heard from her for a while. She dead. She dead. She, she dry and desiccated. She's not looking good. And they said, "Oh man, a deviant did this." Which you immediately know they the deviant didn't do that because it's very mysterious. I imagine, like, and like we didn't saying, see it happen. We didn't see it happen. Whenever you don't and, see it happen, it's funny. The first time I saw this movie, it took me a while to kind of get the lay of the land. Right. You watch it now, like a second time, and and he could not be more guilty. I know. <laughs> Their mission is to. They get the like blue the Blues Brothers. They get the band back together, Nick. They're trying to get all the Eternals. They're going far and wide, convincing them to to regroup and find out who killed their one time leader. Meanwhile, Cersei has has assumed the mantle. Ajax has handed her her glowing ball down into her chest. Her throat so opened she, up and sent a ball into Cersei. So then she can then Space Ghost touch her chest like Space Ghost used to do and then communicate with this celestial god. And I, that's where the movie really hooked Passion. me hardcore with these Why? gigantic cosmic beings 
Oh yeah, the, op- the opening shot's beautiful of this film too. Well, like, it, I, there's yeah. a lot of that, but but once like it goes into exposition mode a little bit when she goes, of course. it's just so cool to see these gigantic things and this just monstrous stuff you don't ever see on in films just happen. You know, there's a lot of heart, there's a lot of cool stuff there, and I I don't mind I don't mind the weird exposition. You know, you find out that they're fucking either. robots or basically, and I love yeah, it. So then, yeah, the big turning point of this is as they're doing their. They're figuring out getting the gang back together. They realize there's a um, thing called an emergence that's going to happen. And and he's like, already happened on the beach. And we're like, and we're like, well, they're like, what's the emergence? And it's one of the a, a celestial god has been planted in the earth. It's acting like an egg, incubating in there, I guess. And then it's going to burst forth, ruin the earth as it hatches and kill everybody on earth. But also lead to billions of new life. Being yeah, it's gonna apparent that's the that's the upside. But the Eternals like, man, that sucks. They don't remember because this has happened to them. They've been kind of reset after every adventure. And in fact, old Angelina Jolie's character is mad weary. Yes, she is. Yeah, whatever it is, and she's got some kind of thing where not to be did... confused with Cotton Weary, who you wanted oh. to see scream, killed in Scream Three. She is attack. She attacks members of the Eternals because she. She's remembering her um, past selves and she's she's they say that she's gone mad weary and they have to reset her and they decide not to. And she lives she lives with Gilgamesh, this character out in the desert in a van, I think, or something. No, they live in a, a nice little clay like house. They do. But there's a van outside and I think that's where they live. I don't think so. They live in the clay house. Do they? I would. She thanks him for for staying with her. I was like, um, I think there's a reason. I think he thinks you're hot. He just wants to cook for her. He loves cooking. I don't think so. I don't think that's the only reason. I think he wants to pound her in the sand. And, and that's why they're in the desert. Like, he couldn't be more obvious, you know? Yeah, he wants to. Yeah, he's like, you can get mad weary underneath. I think they are together. I think that they do get on to certain business. I like that relationship. I root for it. I ship it. I think I think it was so cool that on the beach, um, they finish. And then she turns the wet spot into a rose petal. Talking about seriously, you skip no, yeah. one couple to the next, yeah, unexpectedly. Uh, yeah, that's she definitely has those powers. So, anyway, yeah, there, there's a whole bunch of mess going on, and they find out they've been created in the World Forge, of course. Oh, it's a super shock. I love like, the World I, Forge stuff, though. I love it. I thought we were born, I thought we were created, and they're like, No, you're in the World Forge, you ha- you're hammered into existence, and then you're, you're spun towards the earth. And I to love sit on it as a as a little being grows in its core. Yeah, and you don't realize this, but this Earth is going to be like one of spiders that has billions of babies. That when it explodes, the babies will go everywhere. It'll be great, but that that body's done. But I love that Arishim is building these people and decides to give Cersei a beauty mark on her fucking chin. You know, Druig's got a little acne scar. Like I love how imperfect. You know, he did a great job, Arishim. So I just thought it was neat that one thing that I do like about the movie is you find out this emergence hap- is happening and everybody's startled. And then they go collect the group and they have to tell them uh, every time what's going on and they skip it. They always like they they enter and then they always skip to the scene where they're like the hero. One of the heroes is like, what? Oh, that sucks. Oh, you know? damn, man. Kamel like is introduced to this beautiful Bollywood dance sequence where he's looking yeah. super sexy. The best eyebrow acting this side of Colin Farrell. Mr. Kamil Najani in this movie. There's no he, denying it. He is. Um, they somebody asked his character how he's kept. He's been acting for like a hundred years, and they're like, "How did you do it?" And he goes down the line. 
is his great grandfather started it and then he has continued uh, yeah and, you know, and, from... and when he sees his friends he goes my friends from college are here i thought that was cute but yeah, his cute. valet uh who could have been the joe pesci of this movie very easily is a breath of fresh air and never not charming and funny in this movie. Yeah. So his, his the valet comes because, the, because Kamala's decided that they're going to film a documentary about the Eternals, which maybe shouldn't work, but it makes me laugh. And his valet is the cameraman and his, his equipment keeps getting fucked up, but he always has new equipment. It's never, it never <laughs> doesn't work. And, and, and I love it where, you know, cause at first he thought that he was a vampire and he's such a, it's such a, there's a, those little anecdotes are so funny. And, and of course, yeah, there's a scene later on where he's already had three cameras demolished and then there's this fight scene and he, he's off screen t- confirming that he got it on, on camera, which was so funny. So cute. that's great. And then I love, there's a scene between Kumail and um, Barry Keegan's character where they have a little bit of a conflict. They're catching up and he, and he and he rips him for being an actor, and Kumail's like, "I'm a director too." And he goes, "What would you direct?" He goes, <laughs> "Some web content." <laughs> Some web content. <laughs> and then he goes, uh, "Very he goes, how many views?" <laughs> it's pretty good. It is good, and it, yeah, it's um... made me laugh. Anyway, they, so it's all you know the thing is this movie is all spinning towards this act of betrayal you find out fucking icarus is the one that actually killed ajak richard madden madden's superman character went all evil and the reason he did it is because he's committed to the cause he's committed to the emergence he knows about it ajak always knew about it the rest of the group were kept in the dark ajak when she starts to have second she is she's starting to have second thought she doesn't want to she, oh, she fell in love with the world mm-hmm. and so then richard manner's like no 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 and he and he he, he feeds her to the deviants i know I, I love it he's like uh i'm i'm totally i totally agree with you let me show you something real quick <laughs> deviants on ice out here let's yeah. catch the show now yeah and, and the, now some people don't like the deviants as bad guys because they're sort of just creatures that fight and all that but i happen to love creatures that fight and I love the designs on these things. They're very interesting to me. Well, they're also not bad guys in a way. They're actually, you, also, you actually end up feeling for the deviants. And the, 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 the one character that's kind of consuming our heroes and taking their powers has a little bit of a personality. A little Bill Sarsgaard action. Is that who it is? Yeah. yeah. You know, he sounded like uh, the guy from Mission Impossible, Sarchi, th- that guy. He zoomed in, by the way. I didn't know it was Bill Sarsgaard in this. Yeah. Pennywise himself? Yep. The ugliest Skarsgård was in this. Yeah. Including oh, Stellan. But remember, what was that guy? Sean Harris? Is that his name? That actor? Yeah. 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 He, he sounds like him in the movie, which I thought was cool. British British uh, actor in the Mission Impossible films. He's great, that guy. And, and he was in Sarchi, right? He was. What was that movie was called? That? I don't know. Something dark. Bless the Child. Not Bless the Child. Bless the Mitch. It's like Blood of the Palm. Something dark. And it's got your boy in it. Eric Bana. Yeah. Like Search yeah. the Shit. What's it called? Like suck out. Search the dark. Sandwich shit. Fuck. What's it? Bandit tits. What's it called? Bless the ass. What's it? Let me see. Someone's ass. What's it called? It's called slurp the heavens. <laughs> Deliver us from evil. There you go. We're close. close. <laughs> yeah. I told you what dark was in there. Well, yeah, he's. Wait, a, you I, and I went and saw that in the theater. We sure did. And actually, he's in Prometheus too. We should have just led with that. You're right. Yeah, he fucked up. Icarus is actually he's he's got conviction. He's. He, we're, we live in a world where people's beliefs have gotten uh, a lot of other people killed. We know mm-hmm. what it's like, you know? So mm-hmm. 
he's yeah, he's everybody's sort of and I do love this about it. Everybody thinks they're doing the right thing. And that's one of the things that made Thanos so actually interesting as a villain is that he wasn't just some mustache twirling bitch. He's willing to sacrifice this this shit show. And uh, you know, he and he's he's ready to go against the group and he warns them. He's like, Look, if you try to save the earth, you're gonna be against me and I can kick all your asses. And that's that's basically setting up the final conflict. They don't listen to him. Right. They're hor- they're horrified uh, because they're he's their friend and he's um, a tough ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just starts to be a meanie and a and a, and a baddie. You don't like him anymore. But I I liked him more in subsequent viewings. Like I, mm-hmm. I didn't agree with him necessarily, although maybe. But I, I thought he was, I thought he did a good <laughs> job in this, and I and I th- I thought he was sort of one note the first time mm-hmm. I saw it. But the big takeaway from this movie, and it's if you're if you're listening to this and you're about to watch the movie, I want you to pay attention to Barry Keegan's body language i think there is a very specific reason why there are a lot of shots in the trailer for this movie of him just doing something right i don't know if it was his idea or if it's the director or whatever but his body language is amazing in every single moment in this film. Whoa. Just, why just just the way he carries himself it's mm-hmm. very unique it just works really well and it it, it it feels it just feels heightened or special or something i really love sure. it big fan i'm a big fan of that kid now so you said your daughter likes him this character too right? like, th- yeah she liked this character a lot that's why you know, by the way step back to that's why they call that's why he's building this richard madden's the madden titan and this yeah come on now it's not bad right is that what they call old uh Thanos? yeah you can clap that out i will not might duplicate it that's, that's why, why he's building this Richard Madden, the Madden Titan. That's why he's building this Richard Madden, the Madden Titan. This movie references DC characters and Star Wars characters, which was kind of what Star Wars for, characters. There's a Star Wars book that they talk about that oh. someone holds up. Wow, I didn't catch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although I think I think in other Marvel movies they reference Star Wars, though. I mean, well, that's yeah, a big Empire Strikes Back and Civil War. Yeah, but I don't think they reference. Because they they specifically reference Batman, and Superman, in this. yeah, and that whole and Alfred, and that and then and it was in Captain Marvel where they spend like twelve minutes talking about Yaddle, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then they have that that forest action scene is awesome, awesome. Yeah, it is. But their their battle plan's a little fucked up because they that's where they lose Gilgamesh. Well, I mean, they lose one out of you know a handful. It's a fair trade, right? He's shredding uh, cookware in this, by the way. When they when they tell him about yeah, he, that pie yeah. gets ruined and then that pan gets ruined. They tell him that they've been rope doped by the galactic, you know, star suckers. He folds a uh, iron pot in half, drops his pie out of it that he's been making. Cast his cast iron, he ruins it. So that we didn't mention that amongst his powers, but ruins cast iron. Yeah, yeah. But his death does serve as a sort of uh, it, it, it sort of. Uh, elevates jolie's character to be a hero at the end so fair trade yeah i thought i thought she was done for in this i thought they were getting ready to kill her and she uh does not allow herself to get killed yeah, instead she, kills bill sarsgaard's character she kills ass yeah he has several eyes do you notice that mm-hmm. he does he has several peepers on that character she zip she zips him in half right is that what happens yeah so the big the big battle at the end is this earth baby's rising from a volcano and Cersei has got to touch it to turn it into different. Is that right? <laughs> well, the first they want Barry Keegan to put it to sleep. That's the original right. plan. Then Richard Mann takes a wet shit on that and recruits Sprite to be a villain. Camille say, I'm done. So, yes, yeah. he, re- he does recruit Sprite because Sprite has had a huge crush on his character. A few quick things. Long. Sprite selfish, right? Celestials are tall. Right. I picked that up when I watched this the second time. Yeah, they're pretty tall. Tall. 
like uh-huh. planet tall. And then Angelina gets those evil dead two eyes when she's in a mad weary. You notice that? She does. She gets all white eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She does. I did. I did notice it. Thanks for bringing it up. I did notice that this, uh, the son of um, Fastus or whatever that character, his, his little boy has a, a moon in his room. Just like in the last movie we did, they had, they had a picture of the, the earth in the boy's room. Well, this cool. guy is like, ah, oh, I got earth in mine. What movie? So that thing. We just did Sir Echoes. I brought it up. I took it to my island. I, I just wanted to mention that, yeah. that there's a glowing moon in this kid's room so I can take that to my island at yeah. the end of the show. And then fucking, they, uh, they fight these creeps in the forest. They fight these creeps all over the place. And then they fight the ultimate creep on the beach. Mm-hmm. You know, Madden. because he is trying to he's trying to prevent them from doing all sorts of awesome stuff. The Meanwhile, Titan. the new Titans like, I'm uh, I'm tired. Oh, I'm up. And, you know, he's starting to live out. Volcanoes right. are going haywire. The ground's starting to rumble. He's starting to breach planet Earth's, you know, core. Shit's getting pretty intense. And Gemma Chan, she the famous line from this, she's like, I'm about to touch a bitch. <laughs> and she she's like, I'm about to wipe the ground and then wipe this fish that's coming out. <laughs> stand back and then uh richard madden's like uh you know he gets trapped in the beach there's a great little fight scene between him and the fast girl and then mm-hmm. fastos is throwing these chains on him and holding him down all sorts of ass kicking going on why didn't they call why didn't they call uh makari fastus makes more sense to me well it's with the p see oh, okay fair enough deviants are like we're out we tapped out we're already done like they didn't make it through most of this fight i think what their hope was let's let the audience think the deviants are the big bad and then mm-hmm. we're no longer interested in them here's richard madden and so then sprite stabs Gemma chan through the side not very effective uh because she can still touch a bitch yeah and, uh, <laughs> and then she gets ru- and then barry keegan uses his his special attack which is hitting somebody with a rock richard madden's about to put a stop to it all but he realizes he can't do it he's too in love with cersei yeah, you and see so him trying like, to turn on his magic eyes and it's just not happening. He's like, well, what's second best is I will fly into the sun. Yeah, he flies at the sun. Maybe he's just going to go there and sit on the sun because he's that powerful. He probably can just chill, right? Is that what Nuclear Man did in Superman 4? He, he flew into the sun? I think so. Hope they're there together. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Anyway, I thought this movie's going to be turning into, at the end here, a little... I thought it was going to be the Rogue One of Marvel movies. We're going to lose all the Eternals, but we only lost two of them. Right, and, and we lost him early. Well, and then we lost one late, but he was not really an eternal at that point. He was just a dick. Oh, Richard Madden. Yeah, I don't know if he's dead. He flew into the sun, sir. I don't know. He was glowing, but they they never showed that he was flying into the sun. Might be flying by it, like his namesake. I don't think so. I think he's out. Flew too close to the sun. I'm gonna do one better. Fly yeah. into the sun. I, I think it'd be yeah. great if they, they do do a sequel, and it's the sequel starts off with him in his lanai on the sun. You know, sip <laughs> sipping some. Yeah cooking a whopper on his chin maybe just going to go check on the maybe the whole thing was like he was going to go check on the sun's kid earth kid's a distraction there's a sun kid oh yeah another celestial in the sun's ass yeah okay he's like i did it i i tricked everyone i distracted them now you can be born and screw up everything but i tell you one of my favorite things i've seen in a long time is that half birth creature coming out of the ground are you talking about tiamat the communicator yeah i sure am (laughs) That's his name. They have yeah. a little cute name for him. Yep, yep. Uh, guess what? He did not even begin communicating. But he didn't. He tried to come out, but Cersei touched a bitch, <laughs> and he's frozen forever in the in the ocean. He's become a a, a tourist attraction. Apparently, I can't. I movie. love it so much. And then mm-hmm. he's just he, trying to get born. 
but it is beautiful. It is so beautiful to see. Those creeps from the mist got jealous. It's like, I used to be the biggest thing you see. Now, now look at this. I love it because then it kind of postscripts it. Kunal is not, uh, he's not been punished by the team for backing out. I mean, they still uh -huh. won. And he made it very clear when he was leaving. He's like, I agree with Icarus, but I would never hurt you. So kind of gave him an out. He also said, look, we are three days behind filming. I got to get back. There's a cute little uh, scene where, you know, he's kind of going off and, and, and they've turned Sprite into a real human, which is a weird appendix power that they give Cersei at the end. Oh, by the way, I could turn you into a human, She's even like, though I you're a can, robot. Yeah, she, she said, I think I can make you human, Sprite. Have fun getting COVID. I think that's what she says at the end. Yeah, so she's thrilled because she wants to hit puberty and, and immediately start dating. Like, that's what that's her big dream. And she's bummed out because she's in school and she makes a crack about having homework. But Kumail, I was surprised. Yeah, they leave him out of the final battle. What, why? Why isn't he there? Didn't need him. But I mean, it's just such a weird thing. Like, he doesn't, like, he must have been bummed it as an actor. Like, every, all the other Eternals are there except the dead ones. And then he doesn't get to fight on the beach. Maybe it would have been an unfair fight if he was involved. Then again, he would have been fighting for bad. So who knows? I don't, I don't let that bother me because it's, uh, it, I'm just a passenger on this Eternals train. They could just be like, he could just, they could just change it to where he was like, I don't agree with Richard Madden, so I'll fight with you guys. I'll be on the beach too. I'm sure he was shocked to realize he wasn't in the third part of, you know, the last part of the script. I'm not worried about it. He's doing all right. Yeah, he is doing all right. Uh, just lovely. And then, of course, Arisham takes a trip to Earth at oh, the he's end. Pissed. He's oh, huge. He's, pissed. he's so big. And he's mad. He can he's dunk like, the fuck out of a basketball, Arisham. He's like, are you serious? You fucked it. You guys fucked this up. You had one job. And then this this happened. This guy's fro he You touched a bitch. And this would happen. It's like you, and, you, uh, you had one job and it lasted 7,000 years of preparation. He's like, but I love it. He goes, look, I'll let you have this one. <laughs> it's the best. But he's like, but he does suck. He's, he does suck. Cersei, Kumail, and who? There's a third one. Maybe uh, Fastest. Yes, he su he sucks him up to, to, to he, he take, you know, he has like office hours and, yeah. he, and he brings them into space and he gets all up in their face and he's like reads on the riot act. And then he like kind of takes them. Does he take him? Like, I think so. Because that was a little weird because later on in the postscript, you know, they, they basically disappear off the radar inside the craft. The Doma, whatever it was called. Yeah, the Domo, I think. Yeah, the yeah. spaceship. They're like, these guys are super left. Weird. Right. And Richard Matt uh, or um no. Jon Snow, he's trying to date it. He's trying to move in with Cersei. He's trying to he's trying to take that, you know, their their love one step further, but then she gets sucked into space. And he's just looking around like, Well, that happened. Yeah. And they end they ended on his face. I know. That's a weird ending. It is. It, it doesn't make sense. I I wouldn't end it on his face, but then they have a postscript, like you said, where He's uh, touching a newspaper wrap sword, and that's the uh, like. that is the uh, ebony blade. Is it? Yeah, famous weapon in history, just like Excalibur, which oh, we wow. also see in the movie. And then the other postscript is the worst. It's uh, bringing Star Fox and his oh, yeah. little imp into the picture. Uh, Who's the, Star Fox? Is he's he in the, the character, br brother he's... of Thanos. He's another celestial, and the, and he's a, he's in the comics. Yeah, Star he Fox? was an Avenger, if I'm not mistaken, for a stretch. Is he I, bad? No, but he's 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 pompous. I remember not enjoying that period of that comic, but yeah, Harry, Harry Styles in the, in the right. Marvel universe. Finally, you like Harry Styles, you said. I, I mean, I've seen him in Dunkirk. He was fine. You didn't like Dunkirk, though. Barry Keegan in that as well. I don't hate it. I just it's fine. It's it's weird. I like Dunkirk. By the way, um, Mark Rylance, star of that movie. Mm -hmm. I have this weird thing about his name. Yeah, where I blank on it completely. I 
I woke up at like three in the morning two nights ago. Seriously. And I and I could and it was because of him. I was I could not and I and I basically was trying to remember his name. I couldn't fall asleep. I couldn't fall asleep. Well, that makes sense. That that line finally makes sense from Shakespeare. What's that? To sleep where I lanced a dream, you know? Finally. I finally get it, Nick. Yeah. So you do you called it up out of nowhere on this one. I you know I have I have basically forced it into my mind because it infuriated me that I couldn't remember his name. You woke up out of a deep sleep and you couldn't remember. I couldn't remember Mark Rylance, and it was because of him. I was dreaming a, a dream. I probably was having one of those BFG dreams again, and uh, <laughs> but uh, and I and I was feeling unwell, mm-hmm. and I can't read without my glasses. I can't see shit, so I actually had to for like an hour and a half lay in bed going through the alphabet, trying to remember his name. And then finally, I, I couldn't, and I couldn't go to sleep, and I went downstairs, put my glasses on, and looked it up. Like, Do you not a- have your glasses by your bedside? I didn't. I didn't at that time. Mm, I normally have just- like six pairs lying around, but it, it bit me in the total ass. Let's just try to think of something that'll catch in your brain, like liar, liar, right, Lance on fire, or, yeah. you know, right, Lance a lot. Or, welcome to the deli, Mr. Guest. Would you like rye, Lance? You know? Now you'll panic. You'll wake up and like, what what was I trying to what, what was the I? phrase I was using to try to remember Mark Rylance's name? What kind of sandwich was I trying to feed the last starfighter? Anyway. <laughs> no, and, I, I've and done the finding is is yeah, but it shouldn't it shouldn't matter. No, I've done that exact thing exact thing before last week, Mark Mark Rylance too. I exactly. Was that fucking actor on Wolf Hall? God I know, I know what I'll, I know what I'll do. I know, I know how I remember it. Mm-hmm. I got it because I'll wake up and my neurons are firing, right? And I'm like, "What is that guy's name?" And then I'll remember my favorite band, My Chemical Rylance. <laughs> Rylance, none the richer. He's a great actor. I will say that he you're is, gonna wake up. Although, if you would have given me, if you had said, "I'll give you two million dollars hard cash and and a hundred guesses to name who who the next muse is for Steven Spielberg," <laughs> I would be a broke bitch. You know, was he, was he in West Side Story, Nick? I didn't see it. Is he in there? No, Ansel Elgort made it somehow, though. Mark Rylance, I wonder if he, yeah, he's he works constantly. I think he's you know what's funny? Here's the thing, and this is, I'm going way deep into the weeds here, but sure, I had myself convinced that he had a famous daughter who was hot and that it was the right. girl from Peaky, Blind, the, from Peaky Blinders and the Mummy. So I was spending more time trying to remember her name oh, and, wow. from, and from Malignant than I was his because I thought that was the gateway. Like the And, and then I, I couldn't remember her name either, and it turns out they're not even close name wise. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's in a he's in a bunch of movies coming out. He's in something called The Brutal, The Brutalist. This movie, I think it's an an elegant, beautiful. Yeah, you love it. Somewhat odd. It will. There's nothing about it that will blow you away. There's nothing about it that sticks out as something super special. But somehow the sum of its parts really works for me. Yeah, I definitely don't avoid it because of. Because of you know people saying it's boring or sucks or something, I think it's what it did, on Disney Plus now. It's easy to watch. It's, it's it's enjoyable. I think Marvel definitely is at an interesting time because they make all the money, but they also have kind of retired a lot of their big properties, right? So they're looking for new, right? They're nothing, looking for the nothing's next ever nothing's ever retired for too long. But the funny thing is, mm-hmm. is going into last year, I would have put everything on this being the huge 
great thing and Shang-Chi being a, an afterthought. And that movie ends up being in my top five Marvel movies. So Shang-Chi. Yeah, I love that movie. I have to see it. I haven't watched it yet. Love it so much. Yeah, so, that that one is getting a sequel for sure, right? They're yeah. doing a sequel to that. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you know, and I'm mean, obviously there's a lot of inclusion in this movie, and people got mad about that. They feel like Marvel's trying too hard. It doesn't feel like they're trying too hard to me in this. Should be trying hard. So I'll, I'll just say that. But that's I'm glad that there there is more uh, diversity. I th- you think they should be movies. trying? To, you think they should be trying too hard? I don't think they need to be scared by people. They're saying they're too woke. No, but I also don't idiot, think that, that you shouldn't shoehorn things just to do it. I think it it needs to be some logic behind it. Sure, know? but I think I think progress in, in 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 that respect is good. So I think I hope they they they, they keep doing. It. They obviously it's important to them and they're doing it. So they, okay, look, progress is fine, but you got to give me Army Hammer back. We can't. We both agree on this. We can't lose Hammer. Look, COVID sucks enough, and they're going to take Hammer away from me. Mm-mm. Look, Arishim has gifted you with a magnificent Vorpal tattoo blade. And it's time for you to put something on your bod, man. It's such a good. Yeah, you tattoo. Are there a lot of Eternals tattoos out there, I wonder, after this movie? Yeah. This movie made um, Han Solo. had a the Han Solo movie, Solo, money at the box office, like $400 million. I think they both did this worldwide $400 million. So I would put on my body... I tattoo the worldwide box office numbers of this and solo together, you know, solo first and then this, and, and I don't know exact figures, but I'll, you know, I'll trust my tattoo artist to look them up and just tattoo those numbers on my skin. That's a good idea. 400 million club. A little pillow book action. Yep. Mm-hmm. I said, get, I said, we'll add to this when we get more of those. Like, well, how much did Ant-Man and the Wasp make? Probably around that, right? Probably more. Get those in there. You think it made more than 400 million? I doubt it. There wasn't a pandemic on, you know? So I'm getting one of the more painful tattoos I've ever gotten in this show. Uh, what? I am going to have the tattoo artist get on down and make it look like Tim Mc, the communicator, is bursting out of one of my balls. <laughs> well. A sentence I've said a lot. Can get your sack tat. Is that what you're doing there? Yep. Uh, scrotum totem, sort of. <laughs> Look, I don't think that's advised. I imagine people do get tattoos in that special area, that sensitive area. That's not fun. But you're right. You did say you did forewarn us that it's going to be very painful. Yeah, worth it though, huh? One hundred percent. Would it be team at the communicator or one, a different celestial? No, I think it will stick with the best. You know what's funny is I I could teabag people, and isn't there a kind of tea called celestial seasonings? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well this is pretty I mean, good this is like the gift that keeps on giving um all right so look the movie's ended the credit- i didn't mention i was gonna get those me stole my thunder a little bit but i'm gonna get those worldwide box office figures for both those movies tattooed on my balls <laughs> so <laughs> what'd you say what you was said that? the credits have rolled uh and the two stingers have happened but lo and behold there's a third what follows right. what follows the film i mean mine's simple yeah um global warming uh-oh. It, uh oh! Like 15 minutes after they leave, global warming. T Max, like, oh, I'm warm again. Boom, bursts <laughs> out. He gets thawed instantly from global warming. Bursts out by her. Right. I don't oh. think it was. He was frozen. I think he was like encased in like marble. I think she carbonated him. She did something that was above just freezing him. Yeah, but global warming kills uh, that too. Okay, good. Fair enough. Thank you.
By the way, do you notice she was putting her hand on his balls? That's what she froze first was his balls. <laughs> I didn't notice, especially since I didn't notice because all that was out of the earth was his shoulder and head. Now she was at his balls and Icarus is like, that was really why he couldn't fire. He was like afraid he was going to accidentally hit the, the, the communicator's balls. Are they, are they, are they men? I don't think they have a gender assigned. I mean, they have a man's voice in the, yeah. in the sky, but I didn't, I did. I, I was not scaring at the, the genital region of the, maybe I will. You said you've seen it three times. Can you spill the deets? Yeah. How is that? How's it looking down there? Proportionally sound. Icarus is like, I don't want to miss you and hit balls. That's like his last line in the movie. I remember at the beginning of the movies, if I even get near a celestial's ball, I will balls. I will fly into the sun. <laughs> I promise you this. Was someone going to be the new Nick Fury? Like that's that's supposed. Is it is it? Um, someone said that uh, that's what uh, Harrington's role is. He's going to be like a new Nick Fury, gathering heroes. I, I don't know anything. Grabbing up new heroes from. What's wrong with Nick um, Fury? What's wrong with him? He's still in the in the show. I don't know. So someone said maybe it's because Sam Jackson is. There's no he. He's never said no in his life. Don't worry. Right, but maybe he's just maybe they're like thinking about retiring Nick Fury or something. Uh, so Cersei, she's standing beside this frozen, as you say, frozen celestial being, and she's kind of leaning against his 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 head and talking to her team, and she gives a speech. Nick, she says, "I've seen." them create i've seen them dream this planet these people have changed me we need to bump up the emergence by a few days by the way that's what <laughs> i regret that i froze this dude i've reconsidered i just caught shot hannity let's do it she's like you know, uh, somebody just tried... listen to joe i just l- listened to joe rogan's podcast listen freeze this guy the museum let's... just tried to pay me in dogecoin <laughs> let's let's untouch a bitch <laughs> and uh I spank him on his ass on his way out. And let's get out of here. Joe Rogan, by the way, uh-huh. he's a, he's in the podcast space. He's he's doing all right. He's making millions. Consider I would might cancel my subscription to Spotify. Tired. I'm tired of paying Spotify. That's where they they host his, his podcast. Yeah, um, you you can listen to this podcast on Spotify. Can as well as um, all of the music from a wide variety of bands that you'll hear at the end of these shows. You know, you can't you can't sacrifice your entertainment because it, some of that channels to Joe Rogan. This is uh. That's true, but I hate it. Yeah, it also channels to, I'm sure, like Dalai Lama's podcast or whatever. You know, is he on there? Is he doing it? Something. Movie's over. You think they're not going to greenlit a sequel, but lo and behold, they have greenlit a sequel, and you've been given the finance to do your own film. How do you how do you make that hard earned turn from escrow into magic? I would love to hear their ideas, their pitches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's called the Peternals. Okay, and it's this exact movie, except they're always whizzing. It's just this exact movie, but they're pissing 100% of the time. Right. It's <laughs> every scene, shot for shot. Uh-huh. Yeah, a little, just just a constant spit of piss. I think the sequel would be, the whole team goes mad weary. Why not? Everybody's mad weary. Not just Dina. Mm-hmm. Drop the A, by the way. Dina. Oh, she dropped, and they also dropped... They dropped double A's. And they also dropped the off of the title of this movie. It's just Eternals, right? Right. It used to be... Why, why do you think that decision was made? First of all, I would, for the sequel, I'd restore. I'd restore the. It'd, it, it'd, yeah. It'd come back. No, the first the, one should be called Eternals. The second one should be called The Eternals. Yeah. But yeah, they everybody's mad weary. Is that what it is? Is that the term? Yeah. Mad weary or mad wary? I'm mad weary. 
I'm weary. Yeah. And they get the glow face, they start getting the gray eyes and they start attacking. It's just a, it's a battle royale between just the team. Yeah. And they're fighting to the death and they forget, fighting, they're forgetting all over the place for fighting to the tired, I guess they never really kill each other. She doesn't kill anybody. She tries to. Yeah. That's what I would do. I just do a, a mad weary battle and then sprites. And then just every once in a they cut the sprite and she's in class. She's got a crush on a teacher or something. Could be good. Or maybe she's hit. She's got a crush on Tom Geary. And she's mad over over Geary, you know. Yeah, could be. Look, you've been given the finance to do your own business venture related to the to the film called Eternals. Right. How, how do you take that and turn into some shit, man? Something to do with Kingo for sure. King, because that's Kamal's name, Kingo. Is it Kingo or Kingu? I think it's Kingo. I mean, I'll stick with my Spaghettios theme, Kingo Spaghettios, just a little Kamal shaped pasta, Sp- Spaghetti Kingos. It's not bad. All yeah. right, let's go. What do you have? So I've got a, a place where you um in the mall you you go and you you for a flat rate you get a bottle of wine and the makings of pottery and you are able to have a nice you know glass of wine with a deviant <laughs> and you make pottery with that deviant for quite some time and then you you know eventually you get trashed right and then it absorbs yeah but, it but sucks. you it's, it sucks your talent out of you won't take long i mean if they did it to us it'd be amazing podcaster you know what i'm saying yeah deviant a deviant heavy podcast (laughs) i mean you're drinking uh you know clinking glasses with the deviant drinking clinking drinking clinking and then painting the pottery with the deviant (laughs) maybe maybe a short bathroom break with the deviant sure yeah looking uh watching the people in the mall for a stretch with the deviant you know (laughs) Yeah, and then it, you Get, fall, getting, fall. A, getting a pot pretzel with the deviant. <laughs> That's a euphemism, a, isn't it? Getting an orange Julius with the deviant. Yeah, exactly. Partaking of a massage chair with the deviant. Mm-hmm. Maybe getting in a hurricane booth with the deviant. <laughs> of course, <laughs> always, always a hurricane booth. Always. Look, you're in the movie. They have transported your living form into the running time of Eternals. And what shape does your performance take? Character, huh? Well, I'd obviously be a hero. I'd be one. I'd be, you know, I'd be an extra. They they could use another one. Just throw more in there. How many in there? Ten? Ah, uh, something. Nine? Eight? There's, there's a lot. I'd be uh, Orion. But all the names are always messed up in this. Athena's, Athena's Athena, right? And right. Icarus is spelled in Circe. Mm-hmm. Icarus is spelled different, right? I think a little bit. I'd be O, o period Ryan R Y A N. Okay. And I, you know, Ryan was he was a what is he a hunter, right? He's a he's a, a Ryan the hunter, right? Yep. He released RoboCop. Yep. So what would you think? My power? Do you think I'd be pulling like a golden bow out and shooting golden arrows at the deviants? You could. You could. Mm-mm. What you doing? Orion the bargain hunter. Everybody else is. Everybody else is fighting. I'm gonna miss. The, Mesopotamia trying to talk people down, get getting trying to save a little bit of money to right. get some, you know, plates, some cups. Yeah. That's all they had back then, right? No, so they had like they had satchels made of animal skin. So I try to get that down, you know, at least ten percent. Right. So that's what I'm doing while they're in battle. I'm I'm gearing up and I'm trying to save save a couple. And I do my bargain my bargain powers comes with a little golden glint. <laughs> You know, How, when you suit up, what is it? You, you know, it's just basically uh, it's a clipped a clipped ad from the newspaper. My suit is it's a, it's a dollar bill pattern up and down, neck to feet. And I, I think at the end, everybody's like, 
you, you do what you do. You don't need to join. You don't need to pick a team right now. We're going to go finish no, this. No, they'll, they'll tell me, they'll explain it to me how I've been betrayed and how they lied to me. I'm like, oh, I'm, that's right. I'm, I'm with uh, Icarus. I'm good. Yeah, go ahead. And then you, you, you fly into a more affordable star. <laughs> a, lesser, a lesser star. I'm also, I'm also an eternal. And My I. Top mine. I, I, I am a hairy armed. Sorry, better than mine. Sorry, better than mine. <laughs> you bastard! It's already better. A portly guy with a with a mohawk just kind of strutting around the ship, the domo, just killing it. And uh, I've got you know when I when I activate my powers, my uh, a ring forms around my butthole, <laughs> and it widens it so I could shit full apples out. <laughs> And I could, I mean, and the thing is, I could end world hunger in an instant, you know, as long as I could convince Earth to taste shit tasting apple. Like, if they don't mind eating a shit smelling tasting apple. So you're not, these aren't weapons, you're just creating food. It's I could like fire them, no, I could fire them at, a fair, like a, at like 30 miles an hour. Like a 30 mile an hour apple could come out of me. So it is like a deviant about to bite a neck and you fire an apple into yeah, it, it bites the Yeah, it bites the apple, then it starts to, dry, you know, dry heave. Do I smell... The whiff of ass shit. Vivian learns English just to say that. I mean, it's it's crazy. <laughs> I could end world hunger with my asshole. <laughs> Do you have a name? I at least I, I came I, up with Red Delicious. In <laughs> 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 your, your suit, your eternal suit is candy apple red. Yes, it's a bright red. Okay, yeah. but it's got no sleeves. You because you got to show your hairy arms. I have hairy ass arms like Puck. Yeah, hairy ass arms, and then. <laughs> And then a very interesting golden ring in my back, you know, right. it's like Iron Man's chest burster, but it's big and it's a big, it's stretched around my, my, mm -hmm. my, uh, my special place. I'm pretty good though. Like 30 mile an hour apple. That'll take you by surprise from time to time. It will. Yeah. It sucks to get hit by that. And last but not least, you're floating on an island. You've been there all these many years at sea, gathering debris from various films. And it's time to take something from Eternals. A lot less scromping going on in my, my, the sands of my beach. I'll tell you that for sure. That's for damn sure. Gilgamesh and Ajax, I can't let those dried up bodies go to waste. You know, I can't let that go to waste. No. So I'm just going to, for the sake of mankind, I'm going to just drag those, those two cute dried up things and just shelve them. Just shelve them. Yeah. That sounds good. Maybe bookend, use them as bookends. You know, because I like the way that the lines appear on their faces when they die. Yeah, well, especially for uh, Ajax. Both. Gilgamesh get the same. Yep, same. Mm -hmm. Look like they look like a uh, little bit like Boone from the Nightbreed in that sequence. Fair enough. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I'm going to have their folded up, dried bodies as my bookends. I think. I think you're not. You're undecided. And then I'll, I'll only file books that start with A to G between them. I think that'd be kind of cool. Fair enough. I'm going to take the World Forge. <laughs> to my island that spits out Eternals when you press a button apparently it cranks them out yeah and so you just hit you know I just hit the red button and just be spitting out Eternals right with yeah. different powers mass producing Eternals to do my bidding on my island and most of the time I just want them to carry you know some logs to my fire pit is that what you call it <laughs> Skills and concessions is what they're aspiring to. Your alignment on this is key. 
Oh, 